Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Retro Gamers Podcast, episode number 358. Larry here. And Anthony here. The band is back together. I know. What, what's going on in 2024? We we get together for the first week and then both disappear. <laughs> Signs of the times, my friend. Signs of the times. Is that what it is? I don't know. <laughs> I remember a time when I was halfway around the world and I, I'd still record the episode. <laughs> yes. Now we're like, you know what? We we have enough people now. We have enough friends uh, and, and people who have listened to the show that we can bring them on now. Let them do the show. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's like true, right? We, we can just step aside. It's like when Letterman was out with his uh, with his heart attack or whatever, and he had you know special guests. Well, you know, if you if you if you remember episode two hundred and fifty, we did do that. Uh, I think so. Yes, right. I think some we did. Some people um, broke in. Yeah, Rich Rich and Jack. Yeah, they did. They hijacked uh, us. And I and I still have yet to forgive them for us. That was nice of them. Yes. Uh, Yeah, I've noticed. (laughs) <laughs> you're a you're not a forgiving person larry oh no i'm not no never forget i'm no, built like carry... and i have a grudges. memory of an elephant yes <laughs> you do you have gr- i think you have grudges against more celebrities than like any well, celebrity does against other probably people. probably because they're out in public so doesn't matter like yeah but you make grudges with them like you actually have grudges with them I do because it's a feeling. I love to hate. <laughs> well, we'll just leave that there as we record a <laughs> podcast where we appeal to our fans. Of course. I love our fans. Don't get me wrong. There's one out there I'm not crazy about, but we See? love our fans. See? <laughs> that, that, that's the whole point of our show. So Larry can make more enemies. And I'll let all of you wonder who you are. Uh, all right. So we had a fun episode this week, but uh, first of all, we were actually the last two weeks. Um, Felix from Flexo Production, Chris from Two Middle Age Guys trying to work it all out. Thank you both for yep. subbing, respectively. Um, you guys, uh, amazing friends of the show, friends of us. Uh, we really appreciate you guys. Really, both of them were kind of last minute. So, um, yep. so it worked out pretty well. Yeah, it did work out well. And now we know, um, we have, uh, we have people who can uh, take over our show when we want to walk away from it. 100%. We will sell it to the lowest bidder. <laughs> I, you mean we will give it? <laughs> um, and I want to, uh, you know, I want to point out, you know, last week uh, you and Chris talked about like memories of games, uh, you know, just that has always been a part of me and, and you know, meaning how. When we do this podcast, and I've talked about them in the past, I'm not going to reiterate stories here, not until later in the year. But like, you know, I, I did a whole episode on the N64, just my memories of the N64, because for me and you, that's where we really, you know, as you mentioned last week. So, um, yeah, that was that was great to hear. And uh, Chris had some really fun stories as well. So I yeah, I loved Chris's stories. They were great. And uh, <laughs> just a quick if you haven't listened to his stories, go back to last week's episode and listen. Kudos to his parents. Yeah, right. Right. For for making that extra effort to make it fun. I would have two questions, two steps in. And we're like, all right, just tell me where it is. I'm done. <laughs> well, you had no patience. See, I would have enjoyed that. Instead, it was just thump here. Open this. <laughs> Supposedly, I never uh, my parents always say I, I was never really overexcited during Christmas. Like I would just open something up and be like, all right, cool. Next. Open something. Oh, cool. Next. Mm. I just I don't know. I wasn't I didn't express inside. I was joyful to get you know Super Mario Brothers two and three, but yeah. I guess outgoing it wasn't so crazy. 
Uh, you know, I, I, I might attribute that to like, you know, when you, when you see like a stack of gifts and it's like, oh my God, I have to get through all these and it almost becomes like work where it's like, okay, this one's open. Okay. This one's open. And we just, until you're done. And then you're like, Ooh, now I get to open and play them. You know, you know what? You make a good point. I don't want to wait 12 months to ask this question. Cause God knows I'm going to forget, but like, did you ever like, you know, go after, cause you knew what, like Chris, I think Chris mentioned it last week as well. Like you knew the shapes of like a mm-hmm. video game box that was wrapped. Yep. Um, but besides video games, like you have like almost like maybe like a console or something, you'd be like, like in your head, you're, you're like, all right, so that one's that big, that one's that small, that one's probably not related to this. Like you ever try to like piece together what might be, not what mm-hmm. it literally is, but like what it might have been when you're trying to unwrap stuff? Yeah, I always, I always did. And at the same time, I always knew what I asked for. So if I saw the box that I thought was that item, that's the box I'd save for last because <laughs> I always want the last gift to be the best one. I always hated it. If like I opened the last <laughs> one, no, I would always hate it. I'd be like, I opened all these great gifts. And then the last one, and I'm like, Oh look socks. <laughs> what a downer for a final gift. So I would always try and save something for the end that I knew would be like really awesome. Meanwhile, this past Christmas, I was ecstatic to get socks, like legit, like, oh, thank God. Oh, no, no, no. I, got I, am, an, I am an old man. <laughs> I am an old man. Like, I got excited. I got a friggin', I got a, I got a, a, a neck heating pad that wraps around <laughs> your neck. And I opened that, I opened that thing. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. And then literally the other side of me was like, God, I hate me. <laughs> I was like, I hate me so much. I go, I am so old. Two old retro gamers podcast, folks. Welcome to the show. We'll, we'll change the name eventually. <laughs> so, um, but nevertheless, uh, very fun stuff. And again, two wonderful episodes. So again, thank you, Felix. Thank you, Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So we're going to you know get into this episode. But before we, we start, um, I got something kind of cool, interesting uh, in the mail from Etsy. Uh, so I wanted ah. to kind of show off. So I have, since getting the um, Analog Duo, which I love my Analog Duo, um, been playing Batman for the PC Engine. Oh, nice. Oh, my God. That game is phenomenal. Again, if you're not familiar with it, it's very, has like a Bomberman look to it. It doesn't play like Bomberman. It just has that mm-hmm. that look to it. Um, that that, is, that top down is yeah exactly kind of sort of it's kind of uh, top down it's almost like a three quarter oh yes exactly yeah it's exactly. like Zelda, Zelda. exactly mm-hmm. uh great game based on the eighty nine movie um and I think if I heard it correctly because it was made by Sunsoft so it makes sense but I think this if I heard correctly the same music in the NES version is also in this one even though they're like two totally different games that's cool that well, I mean cool. they're both made by Sunsoft exactly exactly so uh, in so any it just event makes sense. So I've been collecting the the games and everything, got some CD games, got some, uh, you know, the Hue card games. So, you know, a lot of the games are coming. I just have the Hue cards. I don't have the actual case. So what I did was I went on to Etsy because you can find everything on Etsy. And my personal favorite shop to go to, if you're looking for like storage and everything like that, especially, in fact, basically everything, well, except for the systems, these two, but basically everything on this wall, these uh, uh, systems down here that are hanging on the wall, I got these holders from Bitter Kitten Gaming on Etsy. Bitter Kitten Gaming. Nice. And the newest and the controller holders, which you don't see there on the other side over here. But I got these little covers. That's all they are, simple 3D covers for the Hue cards. Oh, nice. And they just fit right on top, just enough to cover the pins. Nice. Good way to protect them. Oh, so simple, so effective. And they, they, I mean, when you first put them on, you got to, you know, 
you kind of got to work them in. But once yep. they're on, they, they go on and off pretty easily. And what I love is they're designed enough. You're never going to see it on the camera. Yeah. But they're designed enough where they kind of quote unquote lock on to the hue card right where the pins end. Uh, kind of like, you know what I mean? Like these little end parts. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so you, there's really no worry of scratching uh, the connectors. So, and again, that's basically what yeah. I got. I got a ton, bunch of them here. Speaking so, of scratching. Uh, very cool. You got some scratching <laughs> going on over here. Oh, look at this. He's, yeah. he's starting to become a camera hog. He really is. He just he just wants the attention. Right, Link? <laughs> you want all the attention? For like three <laughs> seconds, and then he jumps up. Oh, look he's at scratch this. Scratch him like a guitar. He Well, that's what he, yeah, that's what he likes. All right, finally, yeah. eight years after owning the cat, yeah. my parents' cat is finally becoming affectionate. Nice, <laughs> right? My cat's very affectionate as long as he, we're not. I'm not allowed to uh, play stray around there. <laughs> they, they don't like. They don't like that. <laughs> so right? you don't uh, like stray, all the meowing. Oh, too much meowing because they know what they're saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so um, yeah. So, check right, out so that's a, that's a cool buy. Bitter, uh, bitter kitten gaming. So uh, very cool on Etsy. God, Etsy has so much stuff. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I um actually I've been very well behaved the last couple of weeks. I have not bought anything. Oh, look at you. Good for you. Well, you know, Christmas happened. I went to um don't forget I was in I was in Asia. I bought the Neo Geo Mini. Yes, you did. Yes. Um I bought all the modules for my Polymega, which still haven't shipped. Uh, they should be so. though. I saw some news on that. They should be shipping soon. Yeah, it, like, well, very. it's it said pre-orders are shipping. So this was not a pre-order. This is a oh, just I an got order. You. So I don't know if that's going to include my modules. Well, now remember, like one of their big updates that they announced was that you can track your shipping online. So you you can go on and see, I guess, where the status is on it or something like um, that. No, that's such a lie. Really? Because I saw some people post. Well, no, tracking. yeah, there's tracking, but you have to download this app called Shop. Which oh, I, I got that app. Yeah. Oh, that's how they do. I thought it was straight from their website. No, because it's like oh, okay, yeah. So like, I download, I downloaded Shop, yeah, and and all it says is like, um, here. No, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah. Order placed. Yep. That's all I got, and I'm like, well, that's lovely. But <laughs> I placed the order like three weeks ago. Yeah, once more. once it does ship though, that's actually a really good app because then you can really track it good. But you're right; I didn't realize that's really all they were talking about. Yeah, but, that's all. Um, that's all that it is. All right, but no big deal. It's not incredibly helpful. But I saw something, and I apologize now. I can't. Oh, here we go. Something. That, I don't know if you have this in your news. Probably not. I don't know. But it was a, a system software update for the Polymega. Uh, uh, but what? Where is it? It restored some of the. Oh, maybe Pico. it wasn't part of that. It was uh, Pico, the Pico Interactive games. Yes, yes, that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Something happened where, like, I think they had to. I think their agreement might have expired with Pico mm -hmm. Interactive or something. So a lot of the games just got removed. That's that's and... what I was curious. Like, did did you like did games disappear from your system? Did you I notice? didn't. I didn't even notice. No. Okay, maybe uh, not. But but um, yeah. But apparently, like, they worked out a they worked out some type of deal with Pico Interactive, and uh, they are getting restored all right good good stuff yeah. but i think it's being only restored again this is just off of memory so god knows we're probably getting it wrong but i think they're just restoring those who bought like the initial base unit like you have mm -hmm. but i think new base units are not shipping with the games nor i think are they going to get them anyway i think this is only for like 
the initial orders, kind of like a uh, bonus, okay. if you will. Yeah, because there were bonus games installed yeah. that yeah. included Pico Interactive games. Exactly. So yeah, which also, by the way, Pico Interactive, their um their collection on the Evercade just dropped. Oh my god. Pico Interactive is amazing, period. Yeah, the the games that they've released, you know, digitally for the home for the for the new consoles. You're right. They're do I have any of them? Uh, did, you, did you buy the Evercade one? Don't know because I think I already had most of the games anyway. Oh, but okay. um, oh my god, they do like Pico, um, uh, Digital Eclipse, uh, Cubite. These are our companies. There was one more. I've got the limited run uses them. Carbon Carbon Engine, I think it's called. I might have that wrong. Um. Yeah. A lot of these companies are like these four are like the top, in my opinion, as far as them bringing these old games to new systems, because it's not just a matter of just throw like we'll just sell the ROM like they have to, I guess, tweak it or whatever. And they mm -hmm. add what they call them now, um, sis, something of life, um, quality of life updates or something as they uh, call it, like rewind <laughs> feature. I was going to say proof of life. Well, <laughs> I think it's called quality of life. Mm. Um like rewind features and stuff like that. So okay. those four are top notch. Uh, but yeah, Pico, they got a really cool collection of games. So uh, kind of uh, curious to see um, you know, how that goes. But keep an eye out. You might be missing some games, but they might be re reappearing on your system. And like yeah. you said, you won't probably won't even notice. <laughs> I probably, yeah, knowing me, it's like, oh yeah, good, they're there. <laughs> so news came out uh, recently that we, we just can't, can't ignore because well, it's a, it's about your favorite person. Oh my god, the greatest villain of all time, the greatest movie villain, and quite frankly, I was gonna, until you yeah. said movie villain, I'm like, I don't want to talk about you for an hour. What? How dare you, sir? Am I a movie villain? Ah, I'm good, man. Forget about it. Uh, maybe I'm the movie villain. I don't know. No, you, you chaotic evil. Me, chaotic neutral. Yeah, I, I'll take that, <laughs> and I'll wear I'll wear it proudly. I should put like, oh. get a button. <laughs> Um, Billy Mitchell, uh, my friend and yours as well, um, came out with some news and some news in general dropped. So kind of get into it. And I feel like as the days go on, more information is coming out. Yeah, this has been very weird. Or I should say more clarity yes. is coming out. Uh, basically, long story short, um, Billy Mitchell was this like the gamer of the century uh getting all these wicked high scores in everything and it's like originally um most Donkey kong pac-man yep most famous for king Donkey of kong, kong. fistful of quarters mm -hmm. which was an amazing documentary uh on getting the high score of donkey kong between him and steve Weeby. Mm -hmm. um also the first movie i ever watched when i moved into my first apartment on my own when i had no furniture nothing nice. whatsoever just had my xbox 360 and i think i might have rented it or something um so you you a lawn chair and king of kong not even a lawn the lawn chair i think you just had either a folding chair or i was just i was just sitting right on the ground nice I had nothing that night <laughs> um so you know, and it's gone back and forth. He has the 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 only person I know of that has a perfect score, which he did live in front of people, a perfect score in Pac-Man, which is wicked. Mm -hmm. But recently, and maybe like five, six years ago, even further than that, um, it, it came out that he cheated, essentially. Yeah. Um, his high scores were not proper. Now, why it took so long after King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters? Because when I was watching that movie, and it's the epic scene, let's bring you back. 
We're not going to show it here because we can't pay for the rights. No. But this epic scene um, when Steve Wiebe is going for the kill screen in Donkey Kong. And, um, you know, the guy's walking around. Oh, we're getting a kill screen. Uh, There's a kill screen coming up. Like he's going up to all the gamers. It was hysterical. Kill screen coming up. So he, I think he gets the kill screen, if I remember correctly. It's been a while since I saw the, the movie. Um, everyone's clapping. And then all of a sudden, someone's like, oh, here we go. Uh, here's a television screen. Here's a VHS tape of, out of nowhere, Billy Mitchell has a video of him, what, uh, minutes, hours probably, because they played it live. But minutes after Steve Wiebe gets the high score, all of a sudden, Billy Mitchell, via videotape, which means he's done it probably weeks before, regains the high score. But even in the documentary, they they note that the screen like jumped. Yep. And the screen flickered. So I don't know why right then and there they were like, wait a minute, something's going on with this guy. But and what news were you able to pull up a little bit about this? Because he ended up suing Twin Galaxies and everything. Yeah. So um, yeah, so the the story is like um after Twin Galaxies decided to remove him from their score database because mm-hmm. they had determined what what happened was they had determined that he had used a um altered arcade cabinet like board had, yeah yeah they had altered the board in the arcade cabinet which is what disqualified him um and because it disqualified him from one score they just disqualified him from all of them because they're like well we don't know what else you know we don't know what else <laughs> you uh you adjusted so because for the cheating they took them all they took him out um so he sued Twin Galaxies for defamation in 2019. Um, was it back in 2019? Wow. Yeah, it was in 2019. Um, and then what was interesting, though, was um, Guinness Guinness Book of World Records, mm-hmm. be- when this all came out, and I think it came out, I want to say it came out, uh, I don't remember when exactly it came out. Uh, the, star- the article I have here doesn't say. Mm-hmm. Um, but... He sued them in 2019. Guinness Book of World Records took his high scores away, but then they they reinstated them in 2020 for some reason. Guinness did. Guinness did. Okay. Okay. Guinness did. But at the time, Billy Mitchell was suing Twin Galaxies in 2019. In 2021, Twin Galaxies countersuited. <laughs> um, all over a high score. Look, yes, I, we're this gamers, is all about a high score in video I mean, games. There's a lot of money going into high score, just about high scores. Yeah. So, so there was a lot of back and forth there. Um, and then, uh, oh, aside from that, I didn't realize with evidence surfacing, I'm reading this off of um, time extensions. Okay. Um, article uh, with evidence surfacing that Mitchell had indeed achieved his high scores on a modified cabinet and that he had lied about being given a plaque by Namco, naming him the video game player of the century. <laughs> I didn't know about that. That's <laughs> I didn't know about that. I didn't know about that one either. <laughs> so, um, so because of that, the um, the countersuit for Twin Galaxies was going well. Mm-hmm. But then Twin Galaxies lawyer was accused of misconduct following that he improperly contacted two witnesses during the case, something he admitted to and expressed remorse for. Oh. Um, but now. The reason why this is coming out now, the case has been settled. Um, mm-hmm. And the way that it was settled is Billy Mitchell's high scores have been um, reinstated, mm-hmm. but only in Twin Galaxies' historic database up to 2014. So in other words, 
they have re-recognized him as the high score leader up until 2014. Mm-hmm. He is any after 2014, his scores are not acknowledged. And whoever has the high score after that has it. Yeah, yeah. Right now, the high score for Donkey Kong. Um, I'm just reading the New York Times. Probably the only time I read New York Times. Uh, current record holder as per Twin Galaxies belongs to Robbie Lakeman at one million two hundred seventy-two thousand eight hundred points right. in Donkey Kong. So, all right. So Twin Galaxy. So they they you know settle out of court or whatever they do. They drop the charge or whatever. Whatever mm-hmm. they did, like you said. Um, and Twin Galaxies restores his uh scores up until 2014 yes now billy mitchell is not only the greatest villain of all time he is the greatest spinster or spin master whatever you want to call it yes of all time because he posted um back on january 16th he posted on his social media um something that made everyone think oh you know everything's hunky-dory between him and twin galaxies and he's back on top i'm just going to read verbatim um because the salutation on this is amazing. Yes. So don't mind me. Here we go. Quote, statement from Billy Mitchell. Today, January 16th, 2024, Twin Galaxies has reinstated all of the video game world records that I have achieved in my career. Effective immediately. Twin Galaxies statement on its website reads in pertinent part. So now he's quoting Twin Galaxies. Yeah. In fair consideration of the expert opinion provided by Dr. Zaida on behalf of Mr. Mitchell and consistent with Twin Galaxy's dedication to the meticulous documentation and preservation of video game score history, Twin Galaxies shall heretofore reinstate all of Mr. Mitchell's scores as part of the official historical database on Twin Galaxy's websites. Maybe that's where we all got confused. Historical database. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and go ahead. If you're I was just uh, one more. Finish it off. Yep. I am re- now this is Billy Mitchell. I am relieved and satisfied to reach this resolution after an almost six year ordeal and look forward to pursuing my unfinished business elsewhere. Here we go. Never surrender, Billy Mitchell. Oh gosh. <laughs> so you gotta love him. <laughs> true. So in response to this, because there was confusion about oh, his big scores, confusion. there's yeah. big confusion. So and that's why I was talking. That's why it, the two were the the word to be the words to be very uh, yeah, to, to to hone in on mm-hmm. historical database. So Twin Galaxies, in response to this, posted the following in case. And they did this in almost like a Q&A type of thing. And then okay. so in case there's any confusion, is Billy still banned from Twin Galaxies competition? Yes. <laughs> Are Billy's world records going back onto the main leaderboards? No. Has the opinion of Twin Galaxies changed regarding Billy's Donkey Kong scores? No. So they still stand firm that he cheated. Oh, yeah, totally. So then, And then they said, Twin Galaxies has no problem acknowledging that there is an expert out there that has a different opinion than the one Twin Galaxies has. And they're talking about Dr. Zyda. Okay. Um, We very much believe that it is important that people are aware of all the information so they can make their own judgments. If people have questions about what that expert has to say, they can inquire with that person. (laughs) On the Twin Galaxy side of things, nothing has changed, except that we are excited to have the old 
historic database publicly available so people can see what used to be. That's something that Twin Galaxies should always have as part of history. So that's why that's where they're pointing out mm-hmm. that the score database up until 2014 will be available publicly as their historic database. And that's where you'll see Billy Mitchell's high scores. But you will never see them again on a main leaderboard, nor will you never see him again compete for Twin Galaxies. That is amazing. Um, I guess now all he has left is his hot sauce. (laughs) Right? Well, no, he's going to walk around, you know, he's going to walk around still. Oh, he's going to crow about this. Yeah, yeah, he's going to claim vindication and all that stuff. And it's like, see, everything got reinstated. I was legit, Um, you know, and then he's going to sue Namco for not giving him the plaque that he made up. (laughs) I want to see this plaque because I feel like I've seen him with a plaque. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I feel like I have. Well, if it's if he does have a plaque, it's not. It's man. It's no, like man made. Like he made. Like 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 I'm, like I'm gonna print out like I'm gonna print out an award, Larry, and you yep. see up here where my Nintendo power is. <laughs> like one week, you're just gonna see an award show up here, and that'll be it. And you'll be like, wait, what's that? I'd be like, oh yeah, I won this. Oh, that is amazing. Hey, uh, uh, I won this from me. On a side note, um, yeah. his because um, he owns Ricky's restaurants. If you're in, if you find yourself in Hollywood, Florida, please no. visit Ricky's restaurants no. and his uh, world famous Ricky's world famous Louisiana hot sauce. No uh, five ounces is right now selling for twelve dollars and fifty cents. Well, well, we have a friend who would want the hot sauce, but uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. No. But I would, ne- I would never give that man a dime. Oh, this is amazing. So yeah. wow. So, okay, side note. Um, uh oh. No, no, no. It's like six, like four out of five stars for the rating. But this one, one person wrote Steve W. No, um, someone put gave one star. What to King of Kong? No, 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 no. For his hot sauce. Oh, for his hot sauce. This is the Amazon review. Uh, okay. Um, one star spoiled tomato soup. Wait. <laughs> What a waste of money. Watched the cheater on King of Kongs and thought it'd be funny to get the sauce. It tastes awful. There's no heat and all it is it literally tastes like old tomato soup. Nice. I tried it and a friend tried to see if it was just me. Thought it was awful. Nope. It was unanimous at its all hype and zero redeeming qualities. Don't waste your money. I literally toss it in the trash after trying it. Oh, that is phenomenal. Nice. <laughs> so wild. Absolutely wild. Oh, Billy Mitchell. Just continues. I guarantee you that he starts his own high score, like like company or whatever. Yeah, that he'll be first in every game. Honestly, it's like, oh, uh, yep, I'm the winner in everything. I'll be like the Ganyas in AWA. Yes. Mm. So um, he's like that. He's like you know, he's like the ultimate spoiled brat who, like, <laughs> if he doesn't get what he wants, they just create it for him so that he's happy. I wonder if he's still wearing like the the that USA Statue tie. of Liberty tie that he was wearing. Probably. Oh, I love it. I love Probably. it. Probably. Oh, Billy Mitchell. All right. Well, there's your Billy Mitchell update, folks. If you're wondering what the hell happened to him. Yeah, yeah. I'm perfectly happy not knowing what happens to him, but and uh <laughs> and he still manages to show. And again, but this, you know, again, it all works in his favor. The fact that you had to that you read a New York Times article about him mm-hmm. for this just shows how far like Ooh. It extends and keeps him in the news. So, I mean, and fine. It was on Yahoo, because Yahoo was also reporting. I pulled up, a, well, mm-hmm. Yahoo via Games Radar. Um, someone has a link to the actual note f- 
from, I'm not going to read it, it's a couple pages, but from Michael Zida, Dr. Zida. Mm. And wow, this is something just to peruse. If you get, it's only two pages and then a screenshot of something. Um, might have to check this out later. But yeah, so if anyone wants to look at it, the actual yeah. notes from Dr. Zida is on there. You know, well, it's, you know, yes. Why, yeah. You know why I don't trust Dr. Zida? Why? Because we're talking about a video game high score. If you have to enlist anybody who has the title of doctor to, <laughs> to verify a video game high score, I want to think that it's not real. <laughs> like, like I found, I found the best doctor in the world to validate my high score. Uh, hmm. What? <laughs> um, I, I think we might need Jack to read through this because there is some uh, really detailed information on here. So, we, we'll get our translator. On oh, I'm saving that and reading that later. All righty. Right. Well, there we are. Billy Mitchell. Well, Billy Mitchell has token, taken over 20 minutes of our show. 20 minutes Good. too much. Hey, listen, that's 20 minutes less information that we had to come up with. Uh, well, <laughs> let's move on, shall we? All right. Well, before we move on, though, because I'm sure a lot of people want to let us know how they feel about Billy Mitchell. So where can they find us? Where can they contact us? All right. You guys can find us on Facebook.com slash Retro Gamers Podcast, on Instagram at Retro Gamers Podcast, on Twitter X. at Retro Gamers Pod. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube at Retro Gamers Podcast. Apparently, you can watch us on Spotify as well. Yes. According that's to Larry. New. That's new. Uh, yeah. That's a new thing. So you can watch us on Spotify as well. And you can email us at email at theretrogamers.com. Yes. All right. So with that being said, let us continue on. Um, because we were both out, um, we got some catching up to do as far as we do. game we do. of the week. Games, games of the week. Of the week. Games of the week. Um, yeah, we do. And um, we're going to start with the first one, which I yes. which I gave way back at the start of the year. Yeah. <laughs> on our January 2nd episode. Um, I had selected because I got my, um, at the time, I got my um, N64 module for the Polymega, so I thought mm -hmm. it just made sense to choose an N64 game, and I chose Star Fox 64. Great choice. Great choice. A game I haven't touched in forever. So then, curious, what are your thoughts? So going back again, I haven't played Star Fox 64 in a hot minute. Um, I played via the N64 um, a Nintendo Switch Online plus expansion pack. So I played it off of there with their N64 controller. So at least I got that mm -hmm. going. Um, I mean, muscle memory definitely did not come back to me for this game. So I never, as I mentioned before, I never owned the Super Nintendo version, you know, the first Star Fox game. I had that competition game, which I'm still rifling through my parents' house to desperately try and find, um, which I know is gone forever. But when I got Star Fox 64, and I feel like I can't be 100% on this, but I feel like it's I bought Star Fox 64 half for the game, mm -hmm. but or maybe even like 40% for the game, 60% for the rumble pack rumble that pack. came with it. Yeah. Yeah. That was the only way to get the rumble pack. No, it was. And that's another thing. Like Nintendo, whenever they put out their 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 little pearls, um, they always bundled it with a game. It took forever for it to come out on its own. Genius yep. on their part. Don't get me wrong. Because oh, yeah. The only way to get well, one of the only ways to get the uh, the expansion, like the the RAM expansion, mm -hmm. was Donkey Kong sixty four. Yeah, so that's right. 
Yeah. So anyway, um, so yeah, started playing Star Fox 64. No muscle memory came back whatsoever. I had to go through the tutorial to remember how to play the game. Be that as it may, controllers aside, the graphics to me just, I mean, it just brought me back to the mid-90s, to this game. Um, I just remember going like, how can graphics get any better than than Super Mario 64? Well, let's put it into a flying game, and holy cow, look at this. This looks amazing. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't get too far into it, though, admittedly. I only got like a couple levels in. I love that. I ended up loving that game. Again, I, I I bought the game more for the Rumble Pack. That's what I wanted it for. But yeah. I ended up falling in love with that game, uh, even though I never went back and I never properly played the Super Nintendo version. But uh, with the N64 version, I mean, just, you know, do a barrel roll. I mean, that's in everyone's stuck in everyone's yes. head um, and Slippy and Falco and um, and and I oh Peppy. Yes. Thank you. Wow. Uh, I think I forget Peppy because Peppy always ends up. Like his ship is always in dry dock. Like, like he's always getting repairs, at least in my games. And yeah. that was another cool thing. Even though it was a one player game, you're technically playing four players with four life bars. Yes. So, yeah. So you have the opportunity to lose a character or, or miss out on one of your teammates. So I thought that was pretty interesting as well. Uh, this team effort to try and save your partners at the same time moving forward in the game. Yeah. No, I agree with all of that. Um, I, I love the fact that you had the three, you had your three yep. partners with you. Yep. Um, and then for me, uh, this was one of my favorite games on the N64 period. It okay. really was. It was one of my favorites. Um, I remember buying it. Um, I remember buying it. And I don't remember if I bought it specifically because I wanted the Rumble Pack. I just saw it and I was like, oh, this looks like a really cool game. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I played it, I was like, oh, God, I know this. Like, uh, either I missed out on games like that. Like, I missed out on Star Fox on. Um, yeah. Super Nintendo because weird, right? How we missed that. It was such a good, like, popular game. It was, and it just kind of you know, <laughs> off the radar. But, it barrel uh, rolled right out of us. <laughs> it, it definitely did. But I have to say, like the yeah, uh, Star Fox sixty four definitely one of the most fun. I love the fact that um, I love the fact that the 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 story that they gave it was really strong. Like it was a basic story with you know Andros is yes, yes. over and all that stuff, but. Like the little bit of added story of like Star Fox's dad was killed by him and all <laughs> right? that. Like, like they, they they gave it they gave it enough where it's like going into it. It's like I felt like this charge of like, ooh, it's like I have to beat him. He killed my dad. Uh, <laughs> um, but not only that, but the um, but the 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 layout of each level, the level structure, yes, um, and being able to go different paths mm -hmm. through the game based on how you performed in certain levels, I absolutely fell in love with that because i remember playing this back in the day um and trying to figure out what i had to do to get to the other levels um when i did my run when i did my playthrough this time around i play i, I beat the game i went through the whole thing it took oh me did a, you beat it yeah it, it took you? me about i think it took me about an hour so is this the first time you beat the game no i beat oh, this okay. game i've beaten this game many times gotcha. again because i don't i don't know if i've played i still don't know if today if i played every level in the game gotcha but i've played most of them because i found my way through the the uh like how mm -hmm. to unlock the other ones but i have to say just like yeah so playing through it this time i think i went on the basic track because i didn't remember the only one i remembered that would get me to move to a different direction was on there's one level where you're going up against like andros's star fox team okay which is um 
Star Wolf and a couple oh, yes, other yes, characters. Yes. So, that, <laughs> yeah. so, so you're doing you're doing the all range mode thing, and you're battling those four. And I mm-hmm. remember the I, if I remember correctly, the goal in that one is if you defeat all four of them before time runs out, um, you move to like a different direction. That's but, what it was. It wasn't just yeah. choosing like an outrun. You had to do something for you had to do something. Yeah, and I beat three of them. Oh, and I did not beat the fourth one, so I was like, "Oh, bummer." But you know, but still, just going the 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 standard route was still really really fun. Um, this time around, I did not realize. I don't know why that I noticed this this time, but how easy most of the final bosses were in each one. Um, there were a couple that there You're were a couple right. that were there were a couple that were a pain, but um, most of them I literally like just plowed through really quickly. You know, it's funny you say that. You're exa- I was thinking, and again, I didn't get far into the game at all, but um, I got through at, at least the first two bosses, I can tell you. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking to myself, like, these guys are easy, even easier than they should be being a level one and a level two boss. Mm-hmm. And it's funny you mention that. Yeah, I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, this is interesting how yeah. simple it is. Uh, to get to them, yeah. You know, even when them. you, yeah, but even when you get to Andros, and it could also be because I went on the easier route. I think on the harder That's route, they may be more, You're right. they're more dis- difficult. You're right. But when I got to Andros at the end, like it really took nothing for me to beat him. Okay, like I beat him really quickly, and it was <laughs> you know, and it was, but even still, doing all of that, it was a lot of fun. I love the challenge. I love the uh, the the that third person view where the you know the yes. the ship is the center point. The maneuvering was really smooth. Um, I love how you go through the first level as an instructional level, like mm-hmm. Peppy's teaching you how to do everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, I still can't do the cartwheel. I don't know why. I'm oh, just doing yeah. something wrong, obviously. But I just can't figure it out. Everything else I can do. I get that right most of the time. But sometimes, <laughs> I, mess, sometimes I mess it up. Because sometimes like, if you don't do it right, I think you hit the brakes. Yes, exactly. Instead of, instead of exactly. doing the uh, somersault. Yep. But um, but still, all in all, like, uh, and again, you you brought this up. You can lose teammates. They go back to the ship to get repaired, and then they come back like a level later. Like they're yeah. out for one level, and then come back for the next one, which is really cool. Um, and if I it, also, if I remember correctly, I want to say there there might be multiple endings to this, depending on which. Oh, I don't know about that. Okay, I don't re- that part. I don't remember. Um, but. Uh, but overall, like going back to this, playing it all the way through made me want to go back. And this was the other thing about this game that I really loved. Even though I got through the whole game, it made me want to go back and play it again. Really? And for a single player game um, to have a replay value like that, mm-hmm. to me is always like very, um, you know, it's just it's just something you don't get very often. Um, yeah, because going through it, I was like, oh, man, it's like I want to go through and find my way to the other levels or I want to play through the game without losing any of my teammates. Cause like I got mm-hmm. like those types of things. Um, and then I don't know if you remember because uh, we only did, uh, we only did the one player mode. Yeah. Then there was the, um, the multiplayer all range battle mode where you can play with your friends. Yes. That was also, a which lot I of never, fun. I don't think we ever played that. I, oh no, we did. Did we, we definitely? Did. Oh, we I absolutely did. That. We didn't play it. We didn't play it as much because we were busy with like wrestling games and stuff. That's yeah, but, that yeah, no, and yeah. Mario Party. <laughs> yes. But um, but we did play, we did play it on Star Fox, and I loved the multiplayer mode in that game. I didn't play mm-hmm. it this time around because I played it solo, but um, I loved playing that. Uh, and, and 
it was only fun if you had four people. Yeah, it really was. If you had four people, the battle mode was really, really cool. So, um, you know, and then of course, obviously adding the rumble pack to it so that you actually felt. Oh, it was amazing. What was going on in the game was just awesome. Uh, so all in all, like, um, really good pick on my part because I, it, the game held up to me just as well as it did when I first got it. All right. Very and it's cool. one of the, and it's one of the games on the N64 I will always go back to. So, you know, I actually uh I'd give it five barrel rolls out of five. Wow. Okay. Five out of five barrel rolls for me. Okay. I'll give it a I'll give it a four out of five. Um again, just I I I loved it. I, I wasn't over the moon about it, but I certainly loved it. Um definitely gonna go as a lot of these game of the weeks have done to me uh definitely gonna go back and you know try you know try and try again just this week was a little wacky so i couldn't get to mm -hmm. it or the past two weeks um and it kind of makes me want to get now because i don't think i have it uh star fox 64 3d on the 3ds oh there you go um yeah because they you know they have the campaign mode 64 mode which is like the original mode yeah. and then they have like a specific kind of slightly redesigned to take advantage of the 3ds um and the 3d perspective so now i'm really interested about that but in any event star fox 64 awesome choice awesome game and uh yep. glad you enjoyed it so that was that was pretty cool yeah absolutely loved it <laughs> Uh, all right, and then the following week, uh, when you were out, we did not review Star Fox 64. Wanted to wait for you. But mm -hmm. um, as me and Felix were talking about uh, some games, uh, games that were certainly overdue in new um, new entries, uh, Felix made it a good point, and I made it official. So um, Battletoads. Battletoads was the second game yes. of the week, if you <clears throat> will. Yes. And boy, you know, for such a sadistic game, to choose Felix. Um, it was a great choice and and a game I haven't touched in a long time. Shockingly, I don't own an original NES cart. At least I don't think I do because I looked I through. Know. But I was able to play uh, a cart. Actually, this is a new cart. A Famicom. The Famicom. This is an official Very nice. release of Battletoads. Uh, a re-release. So... Cool. I played off of this. I don't honestly know if there's a difference between the Famicom and the North American versions. I couldn't tell you. Usually the Famicom versions of games tend to be a little tougher. So mm -hmm. God help me. Um, also playable on the Rare Replay on the Xbox. Yep. Uh, great. And that's the original NES version. So I started with Star Fox. You start with Battletoads. All right. Uh, yeah. So I have Rare Replay. So that's how I played it. Perfect. Um, which is which is great. Um, like you with Star Fox, I only got through. Well, let me let, let's let's go this way with it. I have never been a fan of this game. Okay, uh, like legit, legit. Never not, been, okay, okay. Never been a fan of the game. I always felt like the. Um, I just always felt like. Well, I mean, I always felt like the. Um, not that, that the graphics were necessarily bad. Almost like the. Um, I can't think of what I'm trying to say. The um the aesthetics? Like the hitboxes were just oh. weird. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. I know we talked yeah, about like the hitbox. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the hitboxes when you're fighting to me were always weird. I can't think of the um, proper term for that now. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was hitbox. No, it's something um, else, but in any event. But anyway. Um so I thought that um uh you know, again, I never thought that the hitboxes were good. Yeah. Uh in that game. But on top of it. When you make a game so incredibly difficult, 
so incredibly difficult <laughs> that you just get frustrated beyond belief and you don't want to play it anymore. Um, I can't in good conscience give that like a really like a solid review. Um, I When I played it, I got to the same point I always get to in the game, which is the second level. I never get past. You, the second you level. never got past the second level. I never get past the second level going down. The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Nope. Wow. Nope. No, nope. And I tried four or five times, like four or five continues. Okay. While I was playing. And at that point, but at that point, by the time I get to the fourth or fifth run, I'm like, I don't want to waste my time anymore. <laughs> so then I'm just like already checking out. And that's why I never got past the second level. Cause like I would just check out after a certain point. And I'm like, okay, uh -huh. I go, I'm done. So not a very good experience for me, but on par with my experience with the game in the past. So, and I know it's like a, it's one of those games where it's like a badge of honor type of thing. If you get mm. through it and I'm like, you know what? Keep your badge. <laughs> Keep your badge. I don't need it. I've got my badge in other games that I've enjoyed more that were worth me grinding wow. to get through. Oh uh, Battletoads is not one that I want to grind through. The hate, the hate is, is palatable. Um, all right. Fair enough though, because Battletoads is wicked. Yes. It's like there's Mega Man uh, difficulty and then there's Battletoads difficulty. Yes. Um, I, on the other hand, love this game. Mm -hmm. And for one of the reasons is actually, and trust me, I've had my fair share of games that you hit that frustration level, like you said, where I'm like, F this, I'm done. I'm not getting through this part. Forget about it. But there was something about Battletoads for me that just made me want to go back okay. where it was almost like a lot of the levels, a lot of the levels actually, um, are very um, you know, repeat, die, repeat, die until you get the pattern down. Because a lot of it is just pure pattern. Yeah. And when you finally get that pattern, and and I, because it's been a long time since I sat down and properly played Battletoads, and I got that feeling again recently. So speaking of how far you get in the game, um, the furthest I ever got, and I forgot about this, excuse me, until I got to it when I was playing again, um, I thought like you, I never got past the, the speed. Um, well, I've gotten past the, 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 the wicked, um, uh, mm. you know, uh, speed runner, the, 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 the motorcycles, whatever you want to call them, okay. uh, the jets. So I've gotten past that in the past, but I have, cause when I got to it, I'm like, oh, I have gotten here the level with the snakes, which is like one, two, three, four, five, like level six. Okay. So I've definitely gotten that far because that's how far I got now to the snakes with these big giant snakes that go that just move around and you have to ride them and jump on them and oh. work your way up. Okay. To get to the exit. And there's like one, two, three. I think there's like four or five different rooms to go through. And this is pure. You have to go through it and you have to remember the patterns of the snakes because they always go in the same patterns. So okay. this is definitely frustration level at a max when you especially when you get to it the first time but um and i remember i found myself dying i somehow accumulated a ton of one-ups i don't know how i got there but okay. i had a ton of guys you know uh, lives uh but i got through i went through all of them and but i got ever so close just inching my way closer and closer mm -hmm. to the end of the board um what also helped is that i remembered which i didn't know back in the day but there i think there's two of them in the game but i only know of one there is a warp in this. Oh, game. there is. Okay. And it's in the speed bike level. So God help you. Um, And it warps you two levels up. So that's how I got. 
in the past, I've gone through those two levels. Okay. But this is how I got to the snake board on this time around. Because I remember watching, and I'm like, it's at the very end of the speed board. Uh, speed, speed. Why can't I think of the name of this stupid vehicle? Speed bikes. That's what I want to say. Is right. it the is it the second level? No, no, it's the it's the very the last. It's the third level. It's called it's called the speed bike. I'm looking yeah, yeah. at I'm looking at Wikipedia. No, I just I wrote it down. I just couldn't think of it. Um, so it's on the very last part where you don't even know where that they, they just. I mean, you're going at a high rate of speed and they're coming at you. Okay. It's the of the five walls on the bottom. It's the fifth wall. You basically got to drive into, but you can see it. You actually mm -hmm. do see it, but it'll, it'll you blink and you miss it. Okay. So I finally remembered that. That still took me about four tries to get to the warp. <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, and, and getting as far as I did in this one makes me want to go back and ready to go again. Yeah. Um, because much like Star Fox, the end level bosses aren't as bad. Now I never beat the game. But aren't as bad as you think they might be. Some of the levels there are no bosses. You gotta get to the mm -hmm. end of it, and then you're done. Right. So, but I just remember not as much frustration, but this game, like I said before, made me want to go back and remember and just get through the patterns. Okay. And, and ever so close. And you're and you're and you're perfectly happy going back, knowing that you have to get through eleven levels. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Well, two of them I can skip, but right. um, I'm ready to go for that. Yeah. All right. Fair. All fair. Especially with save states nowadays on rare replay. Well, yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> save states are definitely important on it, uh, but for sure. I did I'm not gonna, do I did not do a save state version. I'm gonna try actually I think it auto saves to be honest with you. Um so if you pick it up again, you might pick up right where you left off. Oh, uh, okay. Um I'm gonna try it on the Famicom. So which there are Good no save states. Yeah. Yep. There might be a save state on the NT Mini Noir. I don't know how to access it though. But you get you get continues. You do get continues limited, but you get continues. Yes. I think they're limited. So in any event, I enjoyed it. Felix, damn you for choosing it. Yep. But uh, nevertheless, I enjoyed it. Felix, I'm giving it. Yep. Felix, oh. you're, not, you're not allowed on the show anymore. <laughs> Real quick. The other thing I love about Battletoads is how I love the, the goofiness of it. That's my comedy. Mm -hmm. Like it was just goofy. But also a lot of like the weird things like you get like the, the space invader type aliens come and take away your some of your hit points uh, some of your you know your power yeah. and then you gotta you know defeat them to get it back but it's just very weird how you're playing a game but then there's something that's focused on the like the 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 hud like that's weird but fun in a weird way so i love the comedy of it as well if you want to call it comedy so mm -hmm. that's another reason why i kept playing it right. uh, just that's fair like, when they freak out their mouths open wide their eyes bug out yes so. i i have seen yes i did see that <laughs> All right, so with that, two wonderful in one for us, one for the other, two wonderful games in history, yep. and uh, probably two games that do deserve like real well. Soft uh, Battletoads got one recently, but Soft Fox deserves a proper, yes. proper new ent uh, entry into the series. I and I definitely agree with that. It's your choice for this week's game of the week or next week's game of the week. Yeah, so I was trying to figure out something that was a little bit different instead of the normal course of action we usually go mm -hmm. uh which is nintendo 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 um and i finally came up with something now that i have my setup here mm -hmm. um and all my consoles are out i want to play one of the consoles that honestly i haven't played it since you bought it for me oh uh, um, what did i buy you uh yeah so well i'll tell you right now <laughs> so and correct me if i'm wrong i thought you bought it for me maybe i'm wrong <laughs> are you uh, thinking about another co-host 
How uh, dare I'm, you, I'm, sir? I might be. No, no, no. I'm pretty, no, I'm pretty sure that you got this one for me. <laughs> um, but I want to choose a game on a system that n- neither of us had as kids. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those systems where we all knew one person who had it. Uh-oh. And it's also a system that our friend Frank absolutely adores. And I'm talking about the Sega Master System. Oh, okay. And now I we're want, talking. And I only have two games on it. So, but <laughs> so I'm picking. I'm picking one that I' pretty sure you have. Okay. So I want us to play this week for the game of the week: Ghostbusters on the Sega Master System. Ooh, Ghostbusters! Ghostbusters! I actually do have the cart. Yes, I have the box as well. But I do have the cart. Um. To be fair, I also have the on the analog pocket, so I'm yes. good. Uh, but nevertheless, all right, Ghostbusters on the Master System. Uh, I've been told uh, many times um, that uh, one of the better versions of this game during that 8-bit era. So, yes, uh, we'll also the reason that. why I want to play it, because I heard it was the better version. All right, so let's do it. You said Frank. I think you meant Mario. No, Frank. Our Frank? Our Frank. You played um, Master- uh, uh, Mailman Frank. No, I know that's what I meant by our Frank. I would have said Frankie otherwise. Okay. <laughs> I thought I thought Ma- I thought Master System. He was might have console. played Master System. I mean, he's like sixty-two, right? So he probably no, played. Master oh, System. yeah. Uh, so, I hope he listens to the episode. No, I thought I thought for him it was always Master System and uh, Commodore sixty-four. I thought those yes, were two. you're right, you're right, you're right. Because Mario yeah. as well, you know. Yes, my friend lives. Our friend who lives downstairs. Yes, um, he's big on the Master System as well. But I forgot Frank. You're right. I forgot Frank. Enjoy right, that. Cool. So Ghostbusters. And uh, actually with that, let's get into some news. Yep. We're going to get we're into some retro up. news. And uh, I'm going to roll through this quickly because I know we've been running long. That's all right. Um, uh, Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios Japan. Um, it was recently announced. Um, it was re- it was announced a little while ago, but it was announced that there's going to be a new Donkey Kong ride. Yes. In the uh, uh, in the land. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a cart ride like the mine cart coaster ride <laughs> uh-oh okay it's going to be similar to the game you know when donkey kong jumps in the mine cart yep. and they've actually figured out a way where if you know the game really well while you're riding in the mine cart the tracks drop that can't be that i'm sure the lawyers did not approve that oh no how it, does that work yeah so they they have it they have the uh, they have the car on a separate like um, I don't know what you like an arm basically. Oh, okay. The, ca- the okay. car is on all an right, arm, you, so as you're going through, yeah. all of a sudden tracks will drop in front of you, but you launch, you know, you fly, quote unquote, you fly over them. <laughs> I can't even imagine someone who's not aware <laughs> that the cart's attached to something else. Yep, and they just see it disappear, kind of like an eight year old me yeah. going on ten thousand leagues under the sea. And wondering why they're continuing this ride when a giant spiky octopus clearly has the ship in front of us and went first in its grasps. Yes. So um so on it. it's so that's really, really cool. So the idea yeah, is that, is that cool, like though. there's yeah, there's like uh there's like a hidden there's a hidden arm and track that you do not see okay. on the cart. So as you're going, you're literally just going and all of a sudden you see nothing. <laughs> So that oh, sounds man. that sounds super fun. That does actually, um, yes, yes. Again, I cannot wait to go to Japan again. I'm going straight to Super Nintendo World, <laughs> uh, and I will oh, probably max out my credit card on all of the merch. This is just the Japan one. This isn't uh, Halloween. Only Japan. Okay. Only Japan figures. Okay. I'm telling you, we need to do an on location from Japan. I am ready to go. We just got to plan it for the first week of January. 
uh why the first week of january because i want to go to wrestle kingdom oh that's right um priorities larry priorities absolutely all right so uh another bit of news gamestop you know the 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 store we all know and love yes quote unquote (laughs) um they sadly announced that after two whole years of the best idea they've ever had they are closing their nft marketplace (laughs) Why it took them two years to do it? Who knows? I know. I, them in two weeks. I cannot get over how I still don't grasp NFTs. I mean, I know what they are. I just never understood just, it. Yeah, it it's was a, weird. Uh, I think at this point, I I can safely call NFTs a fad. Oh, I think so. Uh, absolutely. They, they were a total fad. They did absolutely. not work out. At least I don't think they worked out. Um, so GameStop is closing their NFT marketplace. Uh, maybe after that, GameStop will just close. We'll see. <laughs> oh. All those teenagers out of work. I know. Well, you know, they're look, they 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 don't do things to endear themselves to gamers. It's a little tough. Uh, a little tough. Yeah. Did you ever see that new movie about the uh, uh no, the I saw uh, the um, Dirty Money, I think it's called or something. No, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. But I'd like to say, you know, I, I was very proud to say I had a, a I, I took part in that a little you bit. Did. You did. I did. I did buy the stock when they were doing that. Did you make any money off of it? I actually, I did. <laughs> I did. Okay. I actually made a good amount of money off of it when Fair. I sold. So right, cool. I, I was very happy with my, uh, with my decision there. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, this was announced. Um, this was announced a few weeks ago, and I think we may have brought it up on the podcast, but I'm bringing it up again just in case. Uh, just real quick, I want to correct myself. Dumb Money is the Dumb movie money. about the GameStop. Uh, uh, short, the, the short, the short yeah. squeeze. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so it was announced a few weeks ago, I believe, that there's a game coming out on the Switch called The Transylvania Adventure. Oh, yes. Of Simon Quest. Yes. Uh, Lawyers, get ready. Yeah. So it's basically, it's being described as a parody homage of Castlevania 2. Parody homage. It looks like they lifted it straight from the original code. It really does. (laughs) It really does. Um, But the, uh, but it was recently announced that the game will be coming to the Nintendo Switch at some point in 2025. Yeah, you I got play, a little while. Yeah. You you play as a guy named Simon who <laughs> must resurrect and then slay ja- Dracula by jumping between the overworld and various mansions. So, it's going to be interesting. Though I think in this version they they I think it's almost like a mix of like Castlevania 1 and 2 as far as yep. gameplay is concerned. I think it's got um you know, like side scrolling levels, but it's got that RPG Castlevania 2 element to it. Yep. It has mini games. It has um you can do equipment chains. <laughs> so there's a there's a little bit uh yep. there's a little bit of different things going on it. Uh and the game does not have a linear route. So you can kind of oh, okay. choose what path you go on. Okay. So definitely different. So curious to see what's going on with that. I wonder if I'll hate this as much as I hate the original Castlevania 2. Let's hope not. (laughs) I I told you to play the one that came out on the PC. I have it. I know. Well, not the PC one. I have uh, what it's on my I have it on my pocket. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, it's great. It's absolutely great. They they fix all of the issues you complain about. Oh, 100 percent. I feel like you complete it down like 15 minutes. Yeah. So um, next bit of news. This is a rumor that's been coming out. A rumor. Uh, A rumor, rumor, rumor. Uh, Lego. Lego has been responsible for creating a number of uh, great Nintendo sets. I put together the NES console. You did. That was fun to watch. It was great. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, uh, sitting up on my table right now because I actually just did my second Friends Lego set this week. There was the second one? Yeah, they did. Central Perk was the first one. And okay. then the second one were the apartments. <laughs> awesome. So so I had so I put the two apartments together. And okay. Had, there's a little hallway in between. <laughs> so it actually looks it looks great. Oh, that's awesome. It looks great. But sitting up on my table right now because now I've got a bit of the Lego. Um, mm-hmm. Get the Lego uh, bug Lego, going. Get the Lego bug. Um, my Lego Atari 2600 set is next. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So I'll be doing that one. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be doing that live like I did the Nintendo. That was so ASMR. I mean, truly, folks. It really was. Back. It was me very quietly. It was. Putting together the Nintendo. Nice Christmas um, music, I think. Because you did during Christmas. Time, I, 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 it was New Year's Day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so you probably still had Christmas music. <laughs> it was so. January 1st. I did the Nintendo set. And then January 2nd, I did the TV. The Super <laughs> Mario Brothers on it. So I split awesome. it up. Which, it was just so much fun. Um, so... But the room now there's a rumor going around that this that Lego's working on a Legend of Zelda set. Oh. And the rumor is that it's going to be the Deku tree from Ocarina of Time. Wow. That I'm I'm trying to envision what that could look like and it seems amazing. Yep, it seems amazing. I'm a little surprised because I would think the first thing you would want to go for is the castle, you know, Hyrule Castle. True. True. But um uh supposedly it's going to be a 2500 piece set. Released September of 2024. But again, these are rumors. Nothing official has come out. But okay. that seems very specific for rumors. So it does. We'll, yeah. yeah. We'll see what happens. Okay. All right. Moving on. This is a very, very strange thing that I just read. All right. Um, so, and it all has to do with a modder online. But apparently, you can dump a Game Boy Advanced ROM... Game Boy Advance ROM by crashing the game and recording the audio. So it's very weird. I, I had to read this a couple of times to understand <laughs> how it works. Okay. I'm like, this is weird. So Jack, where are you? So there's a modder out there called the ZZAZ glitch. Z-Z-A-Z-Z okay. glitch. So what what he did was he play so he played a game he played a game boy advance game you crashed the game okay and recorded the sound that plays after an hour and a half <laughs> i don't know what i don't know how you figure this out so uh, if you crash a game boy advance game after an hour and a half it'll start leeching the cartridge data through audio so the the audio sounds are actually the data of the game and if you record the data of the game um and he did tinker with the code a little bit and he had to take multiple recordings to get it right but you can take record the data uh, you can record the audio yeah which is the data of the game yeah. and then you can take that recording and basically rebuild the game and boot it up it's almost like the old the old cartridge, you know, the old cassette games like for the Commodore and stuff. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But how the hell did he come up with an hour and a half? And how long did it say how long you have to record the, uh, the audio? It doesn't. Uh, it, I don't know. Nine hour recording. Yeah. According <laughs> according to his explanation, he says it turns out the, the Game Boy Advance crash sound is just the console playing its entire address space as sound data. If we have a clear recording we can convert it back to actual bytes 
thus dumping the Ram and Rom. That part I get. I yeah. I, I totally understand. The... I don't know how he got the hour and a half. Bit. That I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, that That's I have. The I... Like did the game crash and he literally just let it sit there. Like he forgot. <laughs> yeah, and um, then it's like, yeah, I don't know. That, that it's a very very odd thing, and that's the part that that I question the most. I yeah. totally understand taking the sound and turning it into the data. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, but the hour and a half. All right, interesting. Yeah, it's just funny how people find out these things. I, it's, I really I, it's above my pay grade. Yep. All right, moving on. Uh, a couple of new games coming out for old systems. Ooh, I like this. Uh, there is a brand new NES game coming out that is going to feature Zapper support. If you still have really? your NES Zapper. Uh, the game is called Super Sunny World. <laughs> hmm. uh, Super yeah, Sunny World. The, it's a, it's a side-scrolling. Sunny I'm thinking of. No, not the same Sunny. <laughs> um, so it's a side-scrolling game. The NES Zapper will be the um the second player so the first player just plays oh. the game and then the second player can actually use the zapper to eliminate enemies on the That's screen cool the gun. so kind of cool so cool way uh cool two-player way to play the game and it just looks like a fun game in general it just looks I'm like looking a fun, at it now yeah, yeah it looks like a fun side scrolling game it's got a little bit of it's got an adventure island look to me with the a graphics. little bit okay yes little yes bit. i see that now Yep. A little bit. So, um, yeah, so Super Sunny World. Um, so if you have an OG NES or, uh, you know, OG NES and a um, uh, two, good old 2TV CRT, yeah. um, you can pick up a copy of Super Sunny World when it comes out. Another game that uses the zapper. Yeah, that's very cool. So, yeah, very cool. Uh, and here's an even cooler one, Larry, that you're going to enjoy because you have this item in your uh, possession. Don't lie to me. There is a new Game Boy game coming out. Oh. That allows you to use the Game Boy printer. Oh, okay. I do have a printer. I know. And I have I have new paper for it. I know. So um the game is called Song of Morris Gala of Battle or Gala. Oh, yeah, sure. I always say Gala, it's Gala. <laughs> Song of Morris Gala of Battle is described as a Hong Kong-themed boss fight shooting game about a young Taoist priestess fighting hostile spiritual creatures and evil magic users. Sounds about right. Uh, the early It has an early access availability for $3.99. It's $3.99? Yep, $4. Okay, okay, good. 4 bucks. It's playable on Game Boy hardware, and the developer adds that players should... Imagine it's a flappy bird game with auto shoot mechanic. I don't know why they say that. <laughs> okay. Um, the really cool part is there will be 12 unlockable bookmarks to obtain in the game, and those can be printed on your Game Boy printer. That's cool. Okay. That's pretty cool. I was wondering how you play with the printer, but that makes sense. Yeah. So you unlock bookmarks. And then all right. Them. Cool. So, yeah. So there you go. Somebody figured out a way to use a Game Boy printer after all these years. Very good. Um, all right. Moving on. Um, Okay, every week I feel like we're always announcing another like high lifestyle brand coming out with some type of clothing or watch <laughs> or or whatever. Okay. For a video game. So they're appealing to the gamer market. This week it's Zara. And Zara, Zara yeah, Zara Z A R A. Zara is a fashion company. Mm -hmm. And they are releasing a limited edition Sega Dreamcast bag. Hmm. So um, they did. Uh, apparently they also did 
crossbody bags for the Saturn and the Master System, but now it's a Dreamcast variant. Okay. Uh, it's only available in Asia. Oh, well, um, well, here it is. It's not available. I'm sorry. Not not Asia. My mistake. Normally, they're available in Asia, but it's not. This has been spotted in South Africa, Chile, Australia, and Brazil. Interesting. So South America. Yeah. So South. So mostly South America and South Look Africa. At this thing. So and so not only can you get this Dreamcast bag, there's also, like I said, a Master System and a Saturn bag as well. Hmm. Uh, and they are in the shape of the controllers yes. from the systems. I almost look one to one size almost. I know. I kind of want the Dreamcast bag. It it looks very it looks very interesting. Yeah, it just looks fun. Yeah. Um, would I ever use it? No, but I kind of <laughs> just want it to have it. <laughs> so interesting. Okay. Yeah, interesting. All right, moving on. Um, here's something that um here's something interesting because I did not I've never heard of this system, this console. <laughs> um, but there's an article that just came out. It's a Japanese console. From 1983, called the Gakin Compact Vi- Gakin Compact Vision TV Boy, and it's G A K K E N. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because the preservationist website Gaming Alexandria mm-hmm. recently announced that it managed to scan, dump, and preserve every game that was released for this system. Look at this thing. Yep, so this console was released exclusively in Japan in October of 1983. Uh, it was much cheaper than other consoles that were in the market at the time. It was sure selling for like 8,800 yen, mm-hmm. which is about, I think, 90 bucks, 90 or 100 bucks. May, well, who knows back then? Or back then, yeah. yeah. So only six games were ever released. So yeah. um, a couple of the only game that we would know, I think, is Frogger. It looks Frogger. like it. Yeah. Yeah. Frogger was released on it and five other games. Um, but like I said, this gaming website um, or this preservationist website, Gaming Alexandria, has um, has preserved all of these games. I just thought it was really cool because it's not it's not often that we come across a console no. that we don't know. And granted, there are a ton of consoles that were made out there in other regions that we don't know about. So it's I always like reporting when i find a new one not only that it's almost like the console is the controller itself yeah because there's like a joystick on the actual console there's that and what looks like almost like like a train you know like something that you would run like a train simulator with. yeah it's hard to explain i mean we'll show in the video but um yeah uh, well soup actually frogger and super cobra is another popular game uh, oh, from Konami back okay. in the day but yeah the other games i have no idea what it is but very interesting very interesting yeah although i am curious about what excite invaders are like uh yeah right you know or mr bomb mr bomb uh, well i mean that's uh, it's right there mr bomb yeah. you know mr bomb uh so yeah just really cool bit of news uh i'm okay. now curious about that um arcade uh, i'm almost done All arcade right. arcade archives is releasing um let's see or at this point they have already released it um they released a new game uh they released konami's super contra on yes, the Nintendo Switch and the PS4. Interesting. Doesn't, does not say PS5. It says PS4. <laughs> so if you don't have Super Contra or the Contra Collection and you like this game, you can buy the Arcade Archives version if you are a fan of those releases. And it's the arcade version. Let's be specific. The arcade version yes. of Super Contra, not the NES version. Uh, I'm Funny enough, as I said it before, I love the Contra series. Yep. I am not a fan of the arcade versions. Yes, you yeah. have said that. 
Um, okay, cool. Uh, moving on to uh, Alone in the Dark, another series that oh. um, uh, we don't movies. talk about very much. Uh, I've never seen the movies. <laughs> Get you better off. <laughs> I, I, I know. Um, is is that the one? Is that the one where they made um, Tara Reid a doctor? Oh, was it that one or was it one of the other ones? Good call. I don't remember. I don't remember if it was Alone in the Dark or something else. It might have been but, Alone in the Dark. I don't think it was House of the Dead. It was probably Alone in the Dark. No, it was not House of the Dead. I think it was Alone in the Dark where Tyreed was a doctor. And, yes. And I was already, I was already out as soon as they announced that. I mean, like, come nope. on. Nope. Tara Reed and Christian Slater in the leads? Christian Slater. I remember Christian oh, Slater was in it as well. I'm sorry. Christian Slater, Tara Reed, and Stephen Dorff. Oh, good Lord. Yep. Oh, so that's that, too that, funny. That, I think, and you know what? I recently bought this movie too. Did you? Why would you buy it? Well, I'm because I'm buying up all the like the video game movies. They're okay. dirt cheap, dirt cheap. So Jeez. this was one of them. Wow. All right. <laughs> so anyway, what I was uh, what I was about to say about Alone in the Dark, it's one of the game. It's one of the franchises. Um, it's one of the franchises that I've always wanted to own. Okay. Uh, or play, I should say, but I never had. So um, recently. Um, Alone in the Dark announced that they would do, there's a reboot coming out. Ooh, okay. uh, it's coming out March 20th, PS5, oh. Xbox, and Windows. Wow, okay. Uh, it will feature actors David Harbour and Jodie Corner in the leads. Oh, wow. It, yep, so, th- yeah, so they're doing heavy hitting. Oh, what yeah, they, look at this. Yeah, so what they announced is the Alone in the Dark, if you buy the digital deluxe edition, mm-hmm. it'll include retro skins based on the 1992 original game that's cool so you can get the nice blocky polygonal <laughs> pc versions that's what we want i would love to have that <laughs> and then you and then you have actors from today mouthing the words awesome interesting so we got that and then last bit of retro news and then promise we're out of here um <laughs> is from atari um yes they so Atari is continuing the um, the mini game uh, the mini console craze. Yep. Um, which again has it seems to quiet down a little bit, and then all of a sudden a new one pops up. <laughs> so Atari announced the Atari four hundred mini. Uh, Larry's going to buy it because it's Atari. He buys everything Atari. Uh, uh, I think it's more because it's a mini. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a mini too. Um, uh, so the Atari the, the Atari four hundred mini. Is gonna um, be uh, 120 bucks coming mm-hmm. March 2024. The cool thing about it is that it's going to include uh, games from the whole 8-bit Atari range, from the 400 to the 130 XE, and most importantly, because these games are always hard to find, the Atari 5200. Some Atari 5200 games will be on here. Yes, it's gonna be, it's gonna be loaded with 25 games. Mm-hmm. So, and then some of the ones they've announced are Lee, Berserk, Millipede, Minor 2049er, Mule, and Star Raiders 2. Very cool. Minor 2049er is such a, you forget about that game. Yeah. It's It's a a really fun game. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun game. Uh, It's going to have four controller, uh, four USB slots for controllers. Mm -hmm. So you can play up to four players. I don't know which games are going to be four players. Well, not just. Can, not just for players, but there's another reason for that as well. Like you said, you um, can, yeah, you can also put in um, flash drive. Yep, yep. You can play your own compatible games via USB flash drive. Yes. So it starts with 25 games, and you can you can put a flash drive in and load it up. Oh yeah, 
So again, uh, 120 bucks. This is really interesting because if you can put a flash drive in with like the entire Atari library, I go, then this is your Atari, your current Atari system. Basically, Atari. basically. Yeah. So uh, Atari 400 mini, that is the end of our retro news for the week. Yes. I'm looking forward to this Atari 400 mini. It'll go right good with my 500 that I really don't play. Yeah, I'm curious about that one, and I still need to buy the uh, a the A500. That's what I meant. The A5. That's what I meant. The, the, the Amiga 500. The Amiga. Yeah. yeah, I still need to get my Amiga one. I, I updated it. I did oh, update nice. it. With the new game is in there now, and Very it nice. took forever. Boy, did I learn how to uh, format thumb drives doing that. Holy lord. Okay. Apparently, there's but, a specific but, way to do it. But at least you figured it out. I did. Very much important. trial and error. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, with that, then we will wrap everything up. Uh, and one more time, where can they find us? Uh, you guys can find us on Facebook.com slash Retro Gamers Podcast, on Instagram at Retro Gamers Podcast, on Twitter X. at Retro Gamers Pod. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube at Retro Gamers Podcast. You can watch us on Spotify as well. And you can email us at email at theretrogamers.com. All right. With that, we're calling it a week. And. Have a good, week have a good weekend, week, uh, anything, whatever else you're doing where you live now. Uh, I have no idea. Well, it's hard to do much here when it's five degrees. <laughs> oh, I love hearing that. I need that. Yeah. Uh, all right. En enjoy, my friend. You have a good week as well. And folks, we'll catch you everywhere next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast. Mm -hmm.